Here's an idea. What if every movie took place in the same universe? Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. What up? It's your boy, Rich Mike. Yo, it's Armand. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. Yo, what are we talking about? <laughs> there we go. The boys are back. What's going on? You zoom in a little bit behind my uh, right shoulder. What do you see? Looks like there's a person back there. <laughs> yep. Did you set that up? earlier. Dude, that's so no. scary. It's my uh, basketball hoop, and I tuck the ball like in the net, okay. and then I am hanging my shirts dry. But I'll yeah. tell you a couple of times. Dude, yeah. <laughs> when I was sleeping, it spooked me like yeah. three or four different nights. I mean, that this is the plot to like horror movies where like people are zooming or FaceTiming or <laughs> whatever, Skyping. And then there's like someone, it's like, I think there's someone behind you. It looks just like a person. I almost took it down, but I wanted to see what you thought about it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that you have like a head shaped thing above your shirt. It's just make sure the head hole doesn't get too, <laughs> doesn't shrink or get the perfect size. You have a basketball Dude, sh- shape the same size as your head. It's like, <laughs> I took the, took the b-ball in there. I'll take yeah. it down. I'll take it down. It's thought, spooking me out. I thought it was a hat too. I'm like, dude, there's a there's a guy, and it looked like he's facing the corner. He's beaten off in the corner. It's <laughs> <laughs> the man a giant off. Keep six it up. foot eight, tall keep, man, Jay Owen in my corner. <laughs> keep it up for Armand, and uh, if Sam joins us, the, <laughs> yeah, the freak. Yeah, it's real scary. It's like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I keep getting freaked out by it. Yeah, dude. Oh, here here comes Armand. <laughs> Don't say anything. I won't. Just say anything. Hey. <laughs> oh, I, <remember. laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm bad at, bad at improv. <laughs> what up? Armand. What up, young boy? What's going on? Not much, man. Mustache getting bigger? Uh, Am I just getting smaller? No, his head's getting smaller. Yeah, my- <laughs> The mustache is slowly overtaking his face. I wish. <laughs> yeah. yeah just, it's, I'm slowly shrinking. Like in Beetlejuice? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why they didn't put uh, hair face. What do you fa- facial hair on uh, Keaton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, he yeah. plays Beetlejuice, yeah? yeah? He does. Yeah. Keaton's a real talent, man. He can do it all. He's the man. Batman, Beetlejuice. I should rewatch Birdman. That was a good one. Dude. It's one of your favorite flicks, right? <laughs> Who's talking to? Not oh, me. Armand, right? It's one of your favorite favorite movies, Birdman? Birdman, yeah. Nice. 100%. The, the original Batman is one of my favorites, but besides those three movies, could you name any three other ones? Besides um, Batman, Birdman, and Beetlejuice. The three Bs, Just, the big Bs. The holy, the holy, <laughs> holy Binity. Uh, I mean, he's great on th- in his little cameo on Thirty Rock on the hundredth episode. Okay, so still zero out of three. Yeah. Um, give me another Keaton. What else? Uh, he is. In... I didn't see the founder. Did you get? Did you see that? No, I saw the flounder. Oh. I saw the flounder, and he <laughs> plays a big fish. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, uh, I'm a fish." Uh, Armand, I'll honestly kind of count it that you just know one of them. He's in Jackie Brown and Spider-Man. The new oh, Spider-Man oh, yeah. yeah. Spider-Man. I forgot about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. All right. You got my ass. You got my black ass. You know the uh, <laughs> the rest the restaurant at the end of Birdman with all the lights, like all the hangy lights? Yeah. Uh, I walk by that place a lot. It's a real uh, place. That's pretty dope. Like all those fucking Christmas lights, I think it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, like, it's yeah. like an Indian restaurant or something. It's really cool. That's cool as so. hell. Yeah. You know, uh, Indian Christmas is big. Yeah, <laughs> this, this it, time it's of year, all, it's, when it's all year round. It's all mm-hmm. year round. Yes, sir. What's been? Uh, what's going on, Armand? You, uh, you had a busy day today. Uh, yeah, first shoot day of season ten. So, season ten well. of Chicago, Chicago Fire? Fire. Yeah, the Chicago, yeah, the Great Chicago Fire. That's what they were talking about. It's how many seasons? Yeah, exactly. It was 10 seasons. That's how Mrs. O'Leary's cow knocked over a lantern and we got 10 seasons of Chicago Fire. Exactly. And I know I've told you that my mom claims that Mrs. O'Leary was related to me. Just you? 
<laughs> Whenever you'd spill something, you'd be like, that's that Mrs. O'Leary. No, me and my family. Really? She's a, she's a relative. We burn this city to its goddamn studs. You've never told us that, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I tried to, I'm pretty sure I wrote a, I mean, you guys weren't there, but I did write a report about it in, uh, in elementary school and no one was buying it. And I like came home mad and I was like, mom, what are you fucking telling me? I imagine you reading it, but you're very like, you're reading it as Mrs. O'Leary was an anarchist and saying like through through (laughs) great suffering comes great peace. And the city was being overrun. Uh, We needed to start over. And I hope something similar happens as you're holding like a a lighter burning on your tongue, putting a cigarette on your tongue, like do check. Yeah. I wrote, wrote about the honorable heroic, Mrs. O'Leary, my great, great, great grandma, who you're, burned that city down and brought it back to where it is. Yeah, you're tired yeah. of this cow getting all the credit. <laughs> she, it was Mrs. I'm O'Leary s- who did it. <laughs> yeah. She trained that cow to knock over. Stuff. Maybe Miss O'Leary was the cow. Ooh. <laughs> she was. The heifer. She, uh, I'm, par- I'm 80% cow. Damn. Oh, that, that does explain your sick stomachs. Yeah. <laughs> And my dumb truck of an ass. <laughs> yeah, and your your udders. Yeah, I was gonna say how you have milk, but you've never bought any before. Yeah, how do you have all this <laughs> milk in buckets around your apartment? <laughs> You're walking around. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a full-on cow. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, all everyone else knows, but we don't see it. They're like, hey, why are you hanging out with that cow all the time? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> cow. But what was that Nickelodeon show where the cow was talking like a human farmhouse or something? Sounds right. Farm Farmville show or uh, game. Um, I want chicken. I remember uh, I used to want to be a veterinarian for a long time, and at U of I, <laughs> U, U of I has a great uh, veterinary school, and I, since I lived close, I would go there. And I got to stick my hand in a cow, inside of a cow. <laughs> Guess well, the point. That was of the first day of. That was the first day of vet school. That was what just the you... open house for anybody. Anybody could come in and <laughs> fist this cow. <laughs> it was a live cow. Yeah, yeah. Guess where I guess guess how I got in there. It's not what you think. Fingers oh, first. Took <laughs> took it out to a nice dinner. Yeah. <laughs> like the opposite. It was like the reverse of a. Ace Ventura climbing out of the rhino's ass. I'm climbing yeah. into the cow's ass. <laughs> Face first. No, it was, uh, they had a circle, like a plastic circle, and it was just in the side of the cow. And you could just reach inside of this cow's stomach and like grab grass and stuff. Oh my goodness. It was yes. alive. It was a, there's no way it was a real cow. It's a real cow. Either I'm, either this happened or it was like a horrible nightmare that i've been suppressing there's no way that there's any festival where you can reach inside a live cow you don't remember the champagne cow cow stomach festival (laughs) cow side hole what's that called vivis vivisection where you uh like dissect a live thing i just i just like how did you grab grass like was it the food that they ate or yeah yeah man it was their their food uh i just put it in google side cow hole and uh it was uh, a lot of porn but then uh (laughs) one of the google suggestions is what is the hole in the side of the cow called so everybody's talking about it oh no dude what you did was you saw live cows and then you also had like a little halloween-esque middle school party where you put your hand in a bucket of grapes and put your hand in a bucket oh, of grass. Dude, that and... did, those freaked me out though, growing up when it was like a haunted house and you had to stick your hand in a box and there's like a dude behind it and there's this weird slimy <laughs> cylindrical <laughs> thing in the, in the box. That was weird. And then he kept saying like, crank it, crank it. Yeah. <laughs> now Bob, crank the cylinder. Crank it. <laughs> no, check this out. Cow hole. Side cow hole. What the fuck is yeah, that? Dude, that's how they do it. I, I believe guess. it exists. I don't think it's like a festival. I don't think it's not a festival. It was an, it was an open house for the veterinary school. Everybody I had holes don't in them. Think there. this was, is a thing. It was 2008. Everybody had holes. It was like spinners and. Uh... Wait, so what did they do? Did they like, they like drill a hole in this cow? Micro. Uh, 
their fistulated cows. All right. And removing a chunk of these animals' abdomens exposes their stomach. Um, they claim that the surgery doesn't hurt the cows. The mutilation has a four to six week recovery period. How does that not hurt the cow? <laughs> yeah, they're just not asking the cow, clearly. They're like, yeah, it, it always screams like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is on PETA's website, and it says, cows aren't cars. Uh, ask the pilgrims, okay? Because they were they were riding cows. They rode cows all the way to America, pal. Yeah, when well, they didn't have horses, you know. Mm-hmm. But these cattle look like you pump gas straight into their sides. No. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They said that it, it improves the health of the cows. Um. I think it's for research purposes. They're like, hey, what's in there? You know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on in it? I want to get a side hole. You guys could uh, peek around, see what I've been eating. Yeah. A lot of candy. Yeah. Cut me up like a pinata, human pinata. <laughs> Beat me with sticks. Get the candy out. <laughs> Man, cut me open like a shark, and then like a license plate falls out. And like, <laughs> like you use condoms jeans, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like one boot. Yeah, but the, 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 cow, the cow hole was uh, was real. I don't know why more things aren't having a uh, putting holes in them, getting in there. Yeah, the more holes, the better, you know. Hey, that's how Dad did it. <laughs> that's how America does it. That's worked out pretty good so far. Yeah, that's that's that'll be on the soundboard one day when we when we get one. Um, so first day of shooting went well. You blow anything up? Anything cool? Yeah, no, nothing crazy. Just. Uh, regular stage scenes. Mm-hmm. Sophia Bush's bag. Is she in it still? I wish. No, she's no, she's not. She she got she left like uh two seasons ago, I think. Mm. Yeah, she did her tour of eight years and yeah, said yeah. I'm out. Sorry, I don't keep up with it, Armand. No, dude, I don't either. So <laughs> it's yeah. No, I don't, it's, I don't blame you, Mike. Uh, after hearing that O'Leary story, I hear they're pitching a show. Uh, about you and your family called Chicago Liar. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> How dare you, dude? I didn't lie. What? What's a lie if I heard it as truth from my mother? That's a good Am point. I a detective? If I'm fed lies, what does that make me? Well, if you're being fed a lies. hungry I'm, little boy. If you're fed lies, I'm, put, I'm putting a hole in your side and I'm going to dig those lies out. Yeah. <laughs> and reach inside you and get all those lies. Man, I started I'm not buying that fake cow hole article you typed up. Really quick. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that cow hole article that I designed myself. Yeah. <laughs> he got it off a bullshit website and then typed in PETA.com. Mm-hmm. I saw who the <laughs> editor was. Edited by uh, Seymour, <laughs> Seymour Clam. <laughs> <laughs> Seymour Hoffman. I know that's your mom's stage name. Dude. Uh, that was Seymour Hoffman's mom's stage name. Philip Seymour. Uh, Clam. Clam. <laughs> more clam. He's like, I'm gonna hurt her. I'm gonna see your pussy. You got a wife. I'm gonna find her. I'm gonna put a hole in her side. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reach around in there. Uh I went Who's that an impression of? That's Philip Seymour Hoffman so, from, from Mission oh, okay. Impossible when he goes, I'm gonna find her. I'm gonna hurt her. No, I hear talking you. to Ethan Ethan Hunt. The Ethan Hunt for Red October. I don't know. He's like, hey, let's get on the submarine. Uh, I know July is America month, but after watching these four movies that we watched or three movies, I realized that like America movies, American movies are just war propaganda movies. Like every (laughs) single America movie I put in funny quotes. Yeah. Well, this that I think of is straight up sucking on Mr. Military's sweet, sweet dick. Well, I've never, I'd never seen the original Rambo, and I didn't realize how like, like anti-Vietnam War this was about. Yeah. And like, I thought he was because in the later ones they get absurd. I was expecting this to be an absurd '80s movie, because the later ones he's just like literally just mowing down Vietnamese people and. Stuff. No, this was pro-Vietnam. No, it wasn't. I don't think so. It was kind of against it, it. I feel like. They showed the villains of the story being super mean to Vietnam veterans. Yeah, I guess that's true. The yeah. villains were straight up just. I think it's pro veteran. I think it's pro veteran, not pro uh, pro war, in my opinion, because they can kind of condemn the war. 
He goes, I didn't want to do that. You made me do it. I didn't. I, I got nothing. Yeah. I'm just a hot little piece of ass. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm the best right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you're right. I, it's not pro-Vietnam, but it's definitely not anti-military. Right, right. Well, because the Vietnam soldiers, when they got back, they were like went through tons and tons of shit and then they got back and people were just awful to them. Yeah. Um, it's pretty brutal. But yeah, it, I was thinking this whole time because I, th- I thought it was going to be take place in Vietnam. I thought it was in the Vietnam War. Totally That's didn't. exactly what I thought. Yeah. And then the whole thing is he's hunted by these small town cops because there's a time in America, if you had just had long hair, you were like the enemy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know how like Republicans or like conservative people who like get all worked up about or who are like all lives matter people and like won't say anything about the police and they love the veterans i'll be like the police literally tried to kill rambo a veteran (laughs) the whole time in the 80s you know this is this has been happening i'm gonna bring that up next time and i'll be like wow i guess i never thought about it (laughs) (laughs) the cop will put a flower in your shield please hand me a diet pepsi like kendall jenner did at the in that pepsi ad Oh, I can't believe she did that. What a move. Mm-hmm. I love I, uh, how, oh, go ahead. I, I love how they, like, the the cops really wanted him out of the town. And then he walked back. He's like, all right, you're coming with us. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. going to stay in our – we're going to arrest you. You're going to stay here for a few months. I'm just hungry. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we get too into it real quick, I started a new job today. Um, Sweet. Yeah, I mean, I'm still working at the moving company, and I'm doing – I'm editing this, like, I got hit up to edit, edit like a full documentary for like a big comic. So that's kind of interesting. Oh, sweet. Yeah. But I started this, I'm ushering at uh, the film forum, which is this cool movie theater plays some new movies, but uh, a lot of old, old flicks. Um, they have like film projectors and stuff. And I get free movies at all the small theaters pretty much in the city. Cause they have like a partnership. So yeah. between that and the AMC, <laughs> pass, I'm the that's, king. I'm the king of movies in the city. I, seriously. That's dope. But it's you, like, what, what are your numbers? What's up? You see one movie a day, two movies a day. Well, at, half so a movie I, a day. I worked a shift and then I went and did a comedy open mic and then I just kind of bopped around for a bit. And then I went and saw a movie tonight at a different theater. Uh, that's why I was running late. I went and saw this movie called um, How It Ends and it was at Sundance this year. Do you, know, do you know Zoe Lister Jones? Oh, yeah. She was there. She did a Q&A. Damn. What? Yeah, she's a smoke show, dude. She's so cute. She takes. She's got uh, Denise Richards' mouth on Instagram. She's smoking hot. Oh, yeah. She was Vaughn in New Girl for all of our fans out there that are mm-hmm. listening. Yeah, I walked. She's great. I walked past her as I walked in, and I just was like, big fan. And she's like, oh, thanks. And I was like trying to look. If she had a wedding ring, but I didn't shave, and I, I'm kind of I'm getting like like mask acne again. <laughs> like so, I didn't I wasn't looking cool. And I've been just fucking. Uh, eating Adderall and cigarettes for the last week, so yeah. That's hey, it. you never know. Maybe she, maybe she's into that. Maybe she might. She's cool like that. Well, so uh, the movies, the movie was good. It was shot during the pandemic, like like heavy pandemic. So it's like L.A. streets empty, and they had like like Paul Shears in it, Nick Kroll, like all of like these people. She's Fred Armisen. Yeah, they're doing like these really fun like little cameos. Charlie Day, Charlie Day's uh, wife, the waitress. Um, I forget oh, her yeah. her her actual name. But uh, Whitney Cummings, the comedian, you know her? Yeah. Alice Day. She was in it. And so they do a Q&A afterwards. And this, like, old, old white dork raises his hand. And I'm like, fucking back off, dude. Just think. I'm, even before I even saw this guy, I, I kind of wanted to ask a question. But I'm like, L- white guys, let's just chill for a minute. Wake him, like, who gives a fuck? Let these, like, women ask a question, whatever. And he's, like, raising his hand. He's front row. And he goes, uh, I saw that Whitney Cummings was in the movie. And how do you feel about how when she referred to Saren Palin's uh, mentally challenged daughter as a retard who came out of Sarah uh, Palin's vagina? How do you feel about casting a hate monger in your film? Jesus Christ. And he said that like into a microphone in front of a full theater. And we're all like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I wish she would have just been like, uh, shut up, you retard. <laughs> or like, you pussy. What did she say? She's like, uh, well, um, she's like, well, I didn't know that she said that. So thanks for bringing that up. But also, uh, she's like, it's a weird time for comics because they have to like reflect on things that they. All right. And she's like, she's a close friend. So I don't I mean, I don't know what I'm going to what you want me to say. But like, she's like, thanks for telling me, I guess. But like, 
I don't think that's the kind of person she is. And that was also, yeah. that was like 10 years ago. Like, you know, perfect way to handle it. Yeah, no, it was great. She handled it very well. Very like, professional. Yeah. She wasn't like, you know, pull the movie, take it off, take it off the shelves. Yeah. But I didn't know what this guy wanted because he had to have thought of that question. Like, in oh, the, in the like, while watching that and he was probably just sitting on it the whole time like i'm gonna ask her about whitney cummings dude he uh, probably knew before he even watched the movie what a loser yeah yeah what a loser uh but yeah but the movie was good i recommend it called how it ends it's on streaming now too check that out but i was thinking uh oh also there's this insane lady at the film forum today and she had this like crazy like wheezy laugh and like she had like mangled teeth she's old and uh she like do different voices and stuff and she was like scream laughing she had these wild hooves on her and i was she had like crazy she, her, her her toenails looked like lloyd from dumb and dumber when they're like using they're the sand the angle grinder on there <laughs> yeah but she was wild i'm at this theater i'm seeing i, I work during the day it's a lot of matinees they get an elderly discount and uh a lot of bald ponytails coming into this theater <laughs> it's my crowd little turkish guy i made friends with today he's cool sounds like yeah. a solid gig man uh, yeah that yeah. sounds great yeah it'll be pretty cool i'm already but here's the thing i'm already thinking about like sorry i just started a new job and i'm already thinking about like all right how do i quit this one day <laughs> like <laughs> not even like i like the you never do so you know yeah never never leaving i'm only working like two days a week there yeah so. but yeah dude but been a been a fun week <laughs> Working, working, working. Usher's yeah. a good job. Low pressure. Oh, dude, it was so easy during the day. Just had to scan some tickets, show some people their seats. I oh, I had popcorn for lunch. That was fun. I was just thinking, like, I have the life now that I like would have killed for at sixteen. Like, I applied at the movie theater, didn't get in. <laughs> like, I'm, do, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing stand up boxes. I'm, I'm lifting stuff up. I've I've had sex before. Like, sixteen yeah. year old Eric would be. He'd probably be like. But you're 28 now, dude. Figure it out. And I'd be like, nah, come on. We're cool, huh? Nah, man. We're friends, right? I'm cool, dude. Come on, man. The younger version of yourself is your guidance counselor. Mm-hmm. Clean it up, dude. Dude, that's actually like the premise of this movie. It's like a younger, that of how it ends. Uh, she's like with her younger self, who's like a, a projection. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so I'm trying to reckon with all that. You think you're like a 16 going on 30? And everything that's happened before is just a dream. Oh, I wish. No, no, because that means I have to go back to be 16. (laughs) Yeah. A big situation would be cool. Um, Like we've noted before in the big episode, women jumping ages by 15 years, everyone else in their life, time fast forwards. Men jumping ages, he just gets older because then he can get puss. (laughs) 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 Then he can get kid puss. No, he's the kid. He gets adult puss. He gets adult puss, yeah. Kid puss is bad. Kid puss, yeah. good rapper, bad in practice. Tom Hanks learned no puss, lessons yeah. in Big. No. no. Dude, and then the end of Big still hits me when he's walking away in that big suit and he's just a little kid and the lady's still like waving at him like, man, I had sex with that child. Yeah. <laughs> I been that kid. <laughs> Wearing one of the suits. He borrowed that from one of the kings of comedy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> From Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what if he didn't make it? What if he was like Cedric the, you know, accountant or something? Yeah. <laughs> but he still has to go by that. That's just every Cedric mm-hmm. in, in America or in the world. I think they have, he, have their job title next to it. I've only ever uh, heard of one Cedric. Um, yeah. And that's it. Cedric Benson, and I guaranteed after Cedric the Entertainer became a thing, the names of Cedrics went down. Like a new baby named Cedric went down tenfold. Unless it was like in Chinese culture, how uh, sometimes they're, they'll say their last name first, and then like when it's translated. So his actual first name is Entertainer, and then last name Cedric. Middle and middle name, though. <laughs> And when he goes home to uh, to Thai- or to Shanghai, they call him Entertainer the Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Entertainer. All right. oh, that's yeah. Thank you. That's, I'm enlightened. Thank you. 
I've been watching all those Wong Kar Wai flicks. <laughs> Pardon me? I've been watching a little too many of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm just going to get way into Asian culture, I think. Like, ponytail, sword. Uh... <laughs> they just look like... Uh, you're halfway, uh, you're two-thirds pop. of the way of being an incel, my friend. Please. Ponytail and sword. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start a store called Ponytails and Swords. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be selling ponytails or... Yeah, he's, you're gonna have- that's the thing. He's selling TVs. Yeah, oh. yeah. So you can watch uh, your, all your uh, you martial arts only- films. No, no ponytail, no sword, no service. Yeah, yeah. It's it, you have to get in the test, and we like measure it like a like an amusement park ride. Like your ponytail has to be this long <laughs> to enter the building. And if it's not, I chop it off with my sword, and I say, "Come back yeah. in ten years." <laughs> And I hit a gong. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it, I would. How funny is that? Like a whole culture has an instrument that's just like attributed to their. Like, what? What would? Is America have an instrument that would? That they would reference and be like. I don't know. It's probably um, like a. Like yeah, a, like a like, like a, a gay or, electric guitar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I guess uh, Australia has a didgeridoo. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like man. No, America doesn't have an instrument. I don't think so. We yeah, except, everything except for the instrument of war. Yeah, that's oh, the one please. thing we didn't steal. <laughs> yeah, we 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 perfected it. But uh, yeah, Rambo rocked. Did not. Yeah, it was very uh very different from my expectations i got i was like pretty messed up when i was watching it last night i finished it today and i had that like (laughs) super like profound but only because i was like mentally challenged high where i was like man war is fucked up (laughs) (laughs) like i had this like in my head like i was like damn man dude he's getting fucking knifed holy shit whoa shit shit thrown on him i never thought about PTSD. yeah dude nintendo ptsd (laughs) n64 sd that's uh that's probably why the government doesn't want uh, didn't want weed to be legalized because then people would be thinking like whoa dude call me crazy but i think war pretty messed up (laughs) i don't think it's cool yeah. I got to go to college uh, tuition for free because my dad technically served in Vietnam, but he was uh, in the reserves. That's pretty dope. I got a scholarship my, because of it. My grandpa uh, was in <laughs> Vietnam. Really? Yeah, my mom's dad. But I've Did never he, asked about him about it before. I feel like if he was in the shit, usually they don't they don't talk about it. Yeah. Well, he became a he became a like a heroin addict. Oh yeah, that happened too. Did he start doing it in in Vietnam? I think I'm not sure. I think he was doing drugs before. I don't know if he was doing heroin, but yeah, I think when he came back, he started doing that shit. But he's clean now, so good for him. What? I uh Oh, go ahead. Go ahead and say it about heroin. Well, I was just saying what movie was it that we watched where Oh, it was Flatliners, where the dad was a heroin addict from a v- from the Vietnam War. Oh, and he's, like, yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. Up in Julia Roberts, is, uh, her hair barely fits through the door. <laughs> you can't see my, through her hair. My grandfather's youngest brother, my great-uncle Mike, served in Vietnam. I don't know what he did, but he did have three beautiful daughters. Mm. And as, like, a second cousin, I guess, some family parties when I was younger was very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine. Do they have red hair? No. Thank God. I had a I have a great uncle Jim who was in Vietnam and he's a little because of it. Yeah. No, I bet. That war sounds pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. You know. And it makes sense. I mean the, the monologue at the end that Rambo gives actually wasn't bad. I get props to Sylvester Stallone. I think Sylvester Stallone is his best when he's not speaking. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, him and Nick Cage, I just saw Pig. I think I told her about it. Did I tell you guys about that last time or I was texting no. texting Mike about it? I saw no. Pig. Have you seen the previews for Pig? No. <laughs> Check out the Tell me a little bit about it. How'd it go? 
the preview it makes it look he's like lives in the woods he's like all haggard he's got a big beard nick cage and he's got a pet pig but it's a truffle pig and someone steals his pig at the beginning and the trailer's all like give me back my pig (laughs) and you think it's going to be like a john wick style like revenge movie kind of like what nick these wild movies nick cage has been doing but it was actually like very it was like a compassion movie like it was weirdly like beautiful yeah and uh talks about like things like things you love and like it was, it was really good it's like an hour and a half as well but nick cage also speaks like 200 words maybe the whole movie and he's great <laughs> too when he's not talking when he's not saying stuff yeah physical actor yeah it's like he's only like, can pick out a, a few words like mm-hmm. oh that's deep blood and guts wow mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah it was uh so rambo opens up he gets back from the war War's over. Uh, Seven years later, he gets yeah. back from war. And he's just roaming around the countryside. No family. He's trying to meet up with his old his old pals, his old battalion, his yeah. platoon. Basically the only family he has left. Yeah, and everyone's dead except one guy, and he shows up to their house, to his house, and realizes that he's also dead. Died of cancer because of uh, Agent Orange. Yeah. Which was my nickname in high school. Was it? Asian Orange. That's good. Character in Reservoir Dogs, I think. Asian Orange? Or Agent Orange? No, Agent Orange. Asian Orange is just uh, a Mandarin Orange. Orange Chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh. I do love Orange Clementine. Yeah, it's because I always ate Goldfish and Clementines and Orange Chicken, so they called me. And I always wore a suit and sunglasses and a little earpiece in high school. Mm-hmm. So they called me Agent Smith and then Orange Boy. And then it became Agent Orange. Orange. Smith boy. (laughs) (laughs) They were really bad at nicknames at your school. (laughs) It was Agent Boy Orange Boy. Yeah, Yeah, any custom t-shirt you got was really long. They had to add like (laughs) an extender on the side. Here comes the (laughs) A-B-O-B. A-B-O-B. A-O-C. Agent Orange. (laughs) Cortez. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) yeah i mean that's like a fun nickname armand did you have a nickname in high school uh i kind of had a lot um arm and hammer army pants and flip-flops latin assassin uh brown uh uh chest what was Um, the chest chest uh yeah I used to bench a lot when I was like a sophomore and junior. Mm. They just call me Chest. Um, what else? What up, Chest? Armin what up, Brown Hot Chest? Arm. Brown Chest. Yeah, there's a bunch. Chest of drawers. <laughs> they, they pulled their <laughs> pants down. <laughs> chest of drawers. What was your nicknames in high school, Eric? Yeah. Uh, Gary. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that was it. Just Gary. People just thought your name was Gary all of high school. It's weird when I go back to my hometown, people are like, hey, Gary. I was like, ah, Gary's haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> Gary's dead, man. I killed Gary. Left him here. Are you joking or why would they call you Gary? <laughs> because when I was a sophomore on the football, no, a freshman on the football team, the one of the coaches didn't know my name. And he goes, yeah, that, this guy, you know, uh, Gary, Gar- Gary Smith. And... I'm like, I, no, it's uh, it's Eric, and he's like, nah, I don't care, and like, then just kept kept living, so it kind of stuck. That's what the crowd chanted. Yeah, Gary. senior senior year of football. Gary. I made I made my own merch, and I was selling it, uh, t-shirts that said "It's Gary time," and yeah, yeah, sold it around you, the school. You went out for like the last play of the game, and they started chanting your name, and then <laughs> and then you made a tackle. He's yeah, like I mean, the mentally I, handicapped kid, or the old man that gets well, to play with the boys. And, dude, then, and then Rudy stole your story. Dude, I uh, I had a friend in high school who's her dad um, loved the movie Rudy, like had all sorts of like, loved Notre Dame, loved the movie Rudy. And I'd go over there a lot and hang out with her and stuff. And like more than once, I saw him just sitting alone in his little like area, the TV area, lights <laughs> off, watching Rudy, like crying. That's so awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, uh, you know, Conley married into the Rudiger family. I did know that. I heard he, I heard Rudy sucks like in real life. 
Oh, maybe. I don't know who I heard that from. I heard Sean Aston sucks in real life. Damn. Yeah. Well, like, or, or like, like the story was or... up. No, I heard it from Mrs. O'Leary. Mm-hmm. Mm. Two generations down, my grandma, that lying bitch. From Sean, Sean Aston, uh, senior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she. Uh, what was I gonna say? Mrs. O'Leary, Sean Aston. Oh yeah, no, I heard that in uh in Rudy, like the story, uh, isn't like true, like. Like the players are like, oh yeah, we didn't do that whole like leave our jerseys, let this idiot play. Like, yeah, they're like they just put that in for the movie. Yeah, like, that guy. But in so you know, I famously got extremely hurt my senior year of football, tore everything in my knee, had to lost my uh you know my career, and I was go- I played for nine years. I was good for one of them that senior year, and then um they had a nice write-up in the paper the coach was interviewed and they said like eric was like our rudy and i was like rudy sucked <laughs> what? i was like you're gonna say that in the paper it's the meanest to, thing they could say do a movie hey. about how a guy sucks like his whole thing he's five foot nothing hundred nothing if it makes you feel better when i was a when i was a sophomore in high school i was wrestling varsity and the guy from another school from Mount Carmel was like, he didn't pin me. He teched me, but he's like, got me in a pinning position. And I'm in the newspaper of like the neighborhood news of me just getting my ass beat in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And he's just <laughs> a picture of me. And you're submitting to, you're kissing him saying, yeah. okay. Yeah, he's, he's not even, he doesn't have me in a chokehold. He's just <laughs> on my face. You yeah. Know? Before they uh, before they invented <laughs> tapping out, you used to have to kiss <laughs> kiss the guy on the lips to get him to stop. <laughs> you know, and there's one guy who's like, like, we could we could just tap out. Maybe that could be a signal. And one guy's like, nope, I, I'm, no, it's about tradition. That's what wrestling's about. What are you? What are you gay? You're gonna tap out? You yeah, gotta come on. <laughs> we put on our stretchy one piece singlet, <laughs> and and we get down. And when you when you're done fighting, you kiss. That's how you stay friends. There's only one way to do it. Now come on in, boys. Huddle up. Let's kiss. Let's all wrestle the coach. <laughs> Let's play wrestle the coach. Dude, uh, he shows he shows up to the his friends of place. Uh, realizes his friend's dead, and he's like trying to convince the family that he knows him. And I was like, man, the past was crazy. You used to have to have, you to have to carry around pictures of you and your black friends just to show people, like, hey, check this out. It's cool, huh? Hey, I'm not racist. You see? Check this out. <laughs> Pretty cool. He has it on a necklace. I'm like, hey, that's, that's something, huh? The, uh, yeah, he walks into town. Cop immediately starts hassling him just for having some, uh, some cool hair. Yeah, an American flag on his shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That- <laughs> You think small towns too are like super? He's like people aren't gonna like that flag in our yeah. town. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, dude, at the beginning, I was thinking like he's not speaking at all at the beginning, and he's like, try, they're trying to do his fingerprints, and he's like tensing up and not letting him do it. And like, he very well could have just been like a mentally handicapped man that got a jacket <laughs> at a thrift store. Yeah, it's like how would these guys handle just some like roaming mentally challenged person? They probably. <laughs> Their they whole jail cell, and they just drop them off in the woods, and then they probably die. Yeah, they just like didn't know how to handle it, so they're like, "No, no, this is a vagrant. Let's lock yeah. him in jail." He was, standing, goes, he was staring oh. at the passing trains for hours, <laughs> counting the cars, counting. Crows. Rainbow gets away, and then the the sadistic chief, not uh, the one that originally captured him, goes after him in a helicopter. How many? Like, like actually PTSD, mentally handicapped vagrants, did this man shoot down from a helicopter? He was having so much fun. At least four Good or five. heavens, at least. Well, when he first gets arrested, uh, he's going through the whole, the whole process before he, like, breaks out of jail, before he has enough and breaks out. And at one point, they're hosing him down. He's all naked, and they're, they're spraying him with the hose. And then they just put him back in the same clothes he was wearing, in his street clothes. Yeah. They just wanted to see some Stallone hog. They yeah. just wanted to soap up so that too. hog. Did we see any Stallone hog in this? Up in their belly button while, while they're spraying them. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's why a lot of people get into the, the force. Just yeah. to, uh, you just know, to do that. That's why my dad did. Because sometimes you get to soap down a, a hunk fresh out of nine. <laughs> Uh, no, we did not see any Stallone hog. We did see top crack, though. Yeah. Like an Abercrombie bag. Just the top. Top crack. Yeah, but like enough crack to where you can, like, picture the whole ass, you know? Yeah, yeah, just enough. That yeah. that was Abercrombie had some very risque uh, advertisements, like models. On their bags, they would have, like, a black and white photo of a dude's muscular back and then just their top of their butt <laughs> So I'm yeah. like, I like saved up my money to buy one Abercrombie shirt because it was so expensive. And I'm just walking around this, uh, the mall with a dude's ass on a bag. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it says like sandals for sale, you know, it's not even about, about the jeans or anything like that. Oh yeah. Nothing. And it was also like, I'm like, this guy's ass is, I'm like, it's kind of like a girl's ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cool, like a girl's ass. You That's know? a girl's ass, right? Yeah, and that was, you know, that was pre uh, pre porn anywhere. So you just had to take what you can get. You had yeah. to put a picture of a uh, that, or or you didn't know, know, and then you find out. You're like, wait, that's a that's oh a my gosh. ass. That's a dude's butt. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's uh, dude. There's there's like pictures all around New York billboards of models like Megan The Stallion. And she's just in lingerie, just her big old ass out, like a giant, giant billboard. <laughs> and I get why, like, guys who don't have homes are just cranking off in the street. Yeah. They're just porn <laughs> I mean, if you're looking out your window and that's what you see, you know? Yeah, dude. Screw porn. Screw videos, you know? Yeah. I might go back to – maybe I'll go back to analog porn. <laughs> analog who, is that porn. who is that lady that – uh? was married to Kurt Cobain when he offed himself. Courtney Love. Yeah. There was uh, lingerie images. There was <laughs> lingerie images of Courtney Love in France uh, in lingerie and they had to take them down because there was too many crashes. Oh, really? Hilarious. Yep. I've almost, I mean, I've almost crashed my car just staring at women. So, Yeah. Yeah. With me in it. Well, yeah, which I think is the most. Well, that was our whole our whole morning routine when I was living in Chicago. We drive. I'd wake up early. I'd, 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 you know, rub your belly, wake you up in the morning. And I'd say, <laughs> Let's go look at the women. And then, <laughs> our only time like seeing you want to go look heavy, at the women. It was heavy lockdown. I'd go, hey, Mike, the women. Like a, like a dad waking their kid up to go to like a Yankees game or something. Throw your yeah. throw your suit on. Throw your work suit on, little Come buddy. On. Let's go. Don't tell your mom. We're gonna go look at the the women. <laughs> Our binoculars. That was nice. Oh, so in the police department, when he's originally breaking out and he's just fucking up all the cops, do you think, uh, like minorities have watched this movie and they'd be like, nobody shot this motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they try to, but you know, but not, not in there. They just took a beating. Yeah, they, yeah. they pulled out their beat sticks, not their guns. I think Will, the, like the sergeant or whatever, was the only one who had his gun out, but he didn't see Rambo coming. Yeah. I wonder if Red the cops got David in Caruso. David Caruso. What else is he in? CSI Miami. That's where I reckon. No, that's Sports Center again. Damn it. Wait. Uh, that's him who takes off his glasses? He's the redhead. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Then when the opening of that goes, yeah, <laughs> the scream. I keep I I can't remember the uh the theme intro. I I almost start singing the Smallville intro. Somebody say me. <laughs> Smallville, what Smallville a great show, good, dude. Yeah, awesome show. I loved it. It was life. like that's the one thing I remember about like the old Netflix where you get DVDs mm-hmm. uh, mailed to you. That's a, we always had oh, yeah. them mailed over. I used to have to try to record the eps on a VHS tape and I, I missed an episode one time and I was trying to record it in our van that had a TV and a VCR in it that had like an antenna. I was trying to record it there. I'd like leave a basketball game or something like sprint to the car so I could watch TV <laughs> in the car. So I watched Smallville, watch my stories. That's, that's dope. Mm-hmm. You know watch your stories. Did you know the guy you you mentioned the guy in the helicopter? 
the guy who was shooting at Rambo. It's funny. He he talked very strange. He talked like an old queen. You know, he's like, if you don't fly this, I'll kill you. <laughs> fly this here bird, I'll kill you. And we'll dance. Sounds like Forrest Gump. Yeah. Do you think Forrest Gump and Rambo might have served together a little bit? Probably. Maybe Rambo was like another guy who was taking all the buddies out. You know, they Probably. were just running side by side and they didn't know. Here's a question. So Rambo's a Green Beret and his his former like sergeant uh, slash partner comes in, life partner. There was some sexual tension there. Yeah. Comes in and says, like, I've trained this guy. He's the best of the best. How many people I like, do you think there's actually people like Rambo or like Ethan Hunt or whatever, like that could actually pull any of this stuff off? Or how close do you think some some of these people get to like these characters? I think the like the government is too big of a a puss to send in one man to the job alone. Mm. So I don't think these people exist. It's all coordinated and to a fault, like calculated mm -hmm. and all this like I don't think uh Steel Team Six, the movie was very accurate. I imagine it was super bullshit. There's not a woman that convinced people to yeah. take that son of a bitch down, that so, tall son of a bitch down. Jessica Chastain. Yeah, was Osama bin Laden real tall? Oh, he was like eight feet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, he was. I'm he had sure three he was dicks. <laughs> he had a hole in well, his he side. Was, he was five <laughs> four, with, uh, but he had like a foot long. <laughs> hat. <laughs> long hat that's how they that was wide though yeah <laughs> a wide but he, he he like just never learned how to rap probably Are you talking about his dick or something else <laughs> yeah exactly when he stood on it he was eight feet tall mm -hmm. that's just the stories i didn't i don't know that personally or anything i think he was like six eight wasn't he found with a bunch of porn <laughs> maybe yeah i mean i would yeah he was well, but I guess the Jessica Chastain character in Zero Dark Thirty uh, was actually like four people that they all combined into one hot redhead. <laughs> he is hot. I'm a big fan of Jessica. Oh, I thought you said he's hot. <laughs> like Osama bin Laden. It <laughs> sound like he. He is hot. He guy who's trying to uh, who's like I know what he did was wrong, but like come on, but, you know. <laughs> Dude, here's the thing. Look at that hog. There was. <laughs> Recognize a hunk when I see one. Come on. Growing up in my in my town and stuff, like it was shortly after 9/11, <laughs> the, the years following, they had a, uh, you know, like, uh, bullet or like shooting targets. They had one that was Osama bin Laden with a big with a, the shooting target on it. <laughs> yeah, it was also eight feet tall. <laughs> like in your gun range. Mm -hmm. Used to shoot at it. shoot range. at it with a pellet gun. Looking back, it was strange that yeah. I'm just shooting a picture. Well, he of was a yeah, he not was a, a monster. Not a great guy. On the court, in the paint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That man could yep. dunk. He was yeah. averaging like 17.7 rebounds a game. Yeah, they always say that if Hitler got into art school, he wouldn't have, uh, you know, been as... Uh, he wouldn't you have know, killed himself. He, he wouldn't have been as fussy as he was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe if... Osama, you know, someone tossed him a, a basketball instead of a bazooka. But hey, <laughs> growing yeah. up, that they're, yeah, they're, like a basketball rolls at his feet and someone says, hey, catch. And they toss him a big old bazooka. And he's <laughs> and like, all right, this, I guess this is what I do now. Samuel Jackson. Well, they did try and delete it, but Osama did win the bronze medal in the Olympics in 1998. For oh, bazooka? Yeah. <laughs> for bazooka sports? No, for basketball. Oh, yeah. It, it, that was that dream team. Uh, it was Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, this time he was playing for Greece. Mm. Changing it up. Yeah. That, uh, what did it, at one point when Rambo is hiding in the woods and the cops are coming after him, he's just being pursued the whole time. What his, his sergeant says, like, they're like, there's 200 men in him. And he goes, 
He's like, you're not going to save him. He's like, I'm here to save you. Like he's going to take on all 200 and he's going to win. Yeah. And he like looked like he hooked a dude. He hooked a dude's scrote and like yanked him down by it. (laughs) Yeah. I thought he stabbed him in the ass. I was like, (laughs) Rambo's not fucking around. Dude. Oh, he stabbed my ass. Oh, my ass. Oh, fuck my ass. He stabbed it. He stabbed right oh, my ass. Oh, my ass. Well, well. <laughs> He's like, Every all your men are still alive, yeah, but they'll time. never have kids again. Well, that's yeah. where they got that line in uh, The Drunken Master. When I'm done with you, you'll be a man with no ass. Wait, did I tell you? <laughs> did I tell you about that Humphrey Bogart movie I saw the other day? Hump me no Bart. <laughs> Hump me no Bart. <laughs> Hump me. Jay Z's famous line. Hump me. Uh, he. Smog his, check. His name is Dixon Steele in the movie called AKA Dick Steele. And there's a line in there where he goes, "He's Dick Steele." If you want, if you want it, you got to take the whole thing. I like scribbled it on my hand, like furiously in the theater. <laughs> the best thing I've ever heard. The fifties were so pure. Then there's another line in that movie. Humphrey Bogart speaking to this hot actress. And she's like, remember when I used to read to you? And he goes, well, since then I've learned how to read myself. <laughs> He's talking about learning how to jack off. <laughs> Innuendo is so funny back then. It was so easy. I remake that movie now. It's just like, remember when I used to read you? <laughs> Since then, I've learned how to jack off. <laughs> I don't read anymore. I, like, I just jack off. That was uh, that was one of the lines too that uh, that he tells Caruso. He's like, me and him were bu-, when he talks about his buddy who died who fell off the helicopter. He's like, me and him were buddies since your mama could since your mama would wipe your nose. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought he was going to say ass or something. Yeah, me too. <laughs> your nose. Wipe your little nose. Well, I love that the sergeant, he talked like a, kind of like a fancy man slash like Shakespearean actor. Mm-hmm. He was very fun. He'd like look around, he'd go, Rambo, he's the best there is. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> Man. It's, he's talking with that confidence that you just can't. Yeah. You're just trying to taste, trying to lick. He just knows what's going to happen. Get me in a, in a war. <laughs> Put me in a war. I don't care yeah. who I'm fighting for or who I'm fighting against. Yeah, I want to be able to jump from trees and chop hogs' legs off. <laughs> hogs. <laughs> He's jumping chop. trees and chopping hogs, folks. <laughs> Man, if I, was doing, if I was doing funny episode titles, I'd, be call, I'd call this one Chopping Hogs. The chopping Wait, hogs does he chop hogs' legs? Yeah, remember he, he does. Yeah, he kills that hog, and then he wa- and then it like cuts <laughs> to him walking <laughs> with a big hog on his shoulder. As a, he tosses his big hog over his shoulder. Look <laughs> at that, dude! One Christmas, <laughs> does your hog hang low? One Christmas, my uncle Toby, he's a strange dude. He was. He I thought you didn't have any uncles. I thought no, you were he, the he, only. He, He's my only child, only cousin. He's my great uncle. He's my uh, my grandpa's sister's husband, (laughs) Uncle Tobe. And he starts telling me and my cousin Colton. I have one cousin, Colton, and about this porno that he watched about Goldilocks (laughs) and the Three Bears. This is on Christmas, and he said (laughs) it was like a Goldilocks and the Three Bears parody. Said she's walking down a big staircase naked, and she takes one of her titties and tosses it over her shoulder. And that was like, he's like, isn't that cool? And we're like, what? <laughs> At this point, I never knew. I'm like, what do you mean? It? How big are tits going to get one day? <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, you can't even play with those. Yeah, you know? I'm like, I'm like 12. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I had no idea a tit could do such, such things. So versatile. I'm looking at the, you know. All the girls in my class are like stuffing their bras. I'm like, hey, one late, one day you're gonna be able to toss those things over your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> they get they get tied in a knot like headphones in your pocket when you're walking around without a bra. That's why they wear bras, keep their tits from tying up. 
that's why they're not wearing bras anymore, you know, so they can start sagging. So one of these days, <laughs> dude, can toss Are, I'm truly scared for my dad to visit New York because <laughs> he'll have a fucking heart attack. When, if he sees tit in the street, he'll die, dude. I told him that. I'm like, dad, you can't come here. Yeah. You're going to die. <laughs> hey, at least he'll die hard, you know, die hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crawling through the vents, trying to peek a, peek a tit. Yeah. Peek a boob. <laughs> He, uh, yeah, it's in, it's insane. All these, uh, these tits are just out. They're like Rambo in the jungle, fighting, fighting their way out. Yeah. <laughs> the but Washington jungle. The, uh, the, the resolution. I mean, I guess I, I, is it, have you seen the second one? First, first blood two, more blood this time. I don't think I've seen the second one. Honestly, I, this might my, I think this, this might be the only Rambo movie I've ever seen. Well, he gets, he gets out of the jam because eventually his sergeant finds him and uh he really like he only killed like one person like actually because they were shooting him the the main guy fell out of the plane because he threw a rock took a helicopter down with a rock and uh then he gets walked out and the end is like i love old movies that just end they always do it's awesome they can just end they don't have to have like super tied up it's just like nope this is it it's over the end of the story yeah and uh, that long monologue he goes on hits pretty hits pretty hard. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. I, I forgot about that scene. So about how, he's like, I can't I sleep. I got nobody. Long, so maybe I just didn't get it. But, yeah, I wonder. I mean, I'm sure they hadn't labeled the PTSD at the time. Yeah, because I was a kid when I saw this. Saw him like that. In the in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When this movie released, you don't think they had diagnosed PTSD? I bet they just, I think they call it shell shocked. Yeah. Like everything used to have like a fun, a fun name for like, like if you were like clinically depressed, you just had the blues, you know? Yeah. You were, if you were gay, you were a little light in the loafers, you know? (laughs) Everything, you just had a fun little, fun little name. Bring that back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have some fun with it. But. Yeah, I mean, they definitely like knew what it was. Like he was, like he saw bars, and it reminded him when he was like in a POW camp. Yeah, I mean the night they like depicted PTSD yeah. before we even knew what PTSD was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, he must have gotten tortured the hell out of that that Viet Cong camp. Yeah, he has <laughs> Viet Cong camp. Oh, <laughs> I think it's Charlie camp. That's what they call it. Why do they call him Charlie? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Anybody know? C's. Mm-hmm. Maybe. C's get degrees. Then uh, then he gets walked out. He gets talked down, and he's like, I'm going to take care of you. Walked out, and then they play, like, a very, like, off-tone song. It's like a jam. It's like, what we did over there <laughs> was bad stuff. It's a good like Vietnam jam. So the Nam jam, if you will. So I just looked this up. American soldiers refer to Viet Cong as Victor Charlie or BC, mm-hmm. Victor and Charlie, and then it kind of just became Charlie to the communist forces. Mm. Whatever. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I might be the first one to say this, but the Vietnam War. I'm not really sure where I stand on it. <laughs> oh no! Oh, dude, mm-hmm. don't do that. No, that's what's us. that's what's gonna get us taken down. Yeah, take us off the airwaves. We we lost all of our all of our subscribers. Vietnam, uh, yeah, undefeated in war. Uh, what about Vietnam, pal? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want to talk about best army in the in the world? Oh my mm-hmm. god. Yeah. What's going on over there, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Is this still happening? It's pretty messed up. Hey. Wrong. I'm just, justified. I'm just here and telling, we won that war. I'm just here telling the truth. I uh I did a uh the series finale pod again a few days ago. I did two episodes of that. So maybe that'll get us some crossover listeners. But we were talking about we did some war shows. So those were they're also on an uh, an America kick in nice. July. That was real fun. How'd it go? Yeah. It was good. It was really fun. But yeah. Stallone. Uh, talk about. 
uh, a show called last resort and the show called making the cut ones about like training of military. It's weird that they had a reality show of, of like military training that's on like discovery channel. And I bet there's just some like fat dudes with bald ponytails and swords in their basement. Like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Loving every second of it. Yeah. That'll be me. And you know, meet up a year. Club. Years. <laughs> I, I was thinking that on the show, they had the, the, the editor was probably pulling his uh, what's left of his hair out. Uh, trying to cut around all the like homophobic slurs that the drill sergeants <laughs> were saying. <laughs> yeah, but it was a nightmare. That's the, you got to pay that editor the that yeah editor the best. Mm-hmm. He's just cutting and trimming. He's like the the episodes are five seconds long. I don't know what to do. <laughs> he knows what he's doing, or she does. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But yeah, we didn't see as much uh, shirtless Stallone as I thought we would. Oh. In the shower only, and when he popped his lid off at uh, and he had all those <laughs> scars. Yeah, he put yeah. that tarp on because he knew people were watching. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I was thinking I was getting a ram boner, you know, <laughs> popping those, popping those that top. If Sly played uh, the Dark Knight, how do you do it, Frog? Yeah. Hey, where's Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's the where's the trigger? You know? That's Batman. Oh yeah, the Batman is the Dark Knight. Oh, as the Joker. Oh okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, as Michael Keaton's Joker. <laughs> Wait, you mean Jack Nicholson? Who? Jack Nicholson's Joker? I've never heard that name before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He go. Uh, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> when did his voice slowly get worse? Because he was like making full words in this. Yeah. One. When it know. sold for Rocky and in the head too many times, he mm. bought into it. Yeah. He sold his voice rights. That, or he just started to realize that people liked when he barely like when he was uh, mumbling his words, so he yeah. just kept doing it. I think his he's typewriter his typewriter broke and it would just like smear the words and he's just like made sound. We gotta find that Stallone porno. Not the not the the leaked footage of him uh or recording, but his there's actual a, porn. There's a leak there's a leaked video of Rambo giving it to somebody. Well, famously, Mike, you tell us. Oh story. no, he was getting a blowjob or he's something like blow that. Right in now. his trailer. Yeah. 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 Stroke the shaft. What uh what movie was that on? What movie do we know what set? Uh who's talking to? It was was every set. (laughs) Wasn't even his movie. (laughs) (laughs) He's just in a trailer getting getting blown on uh Land of the Lost. (laughs) Yeah. But uh check it out. I mean I think that he fought in the war with uh with Forrest Gump and uh presidential candidate former presidential candidate John McCain. They all yep. were in the same battalion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he played basketball with Osama bin Laden. Or I'm sorry. I mean it was a pick- <laughs> it was a pickup <laughs> game. It was at the YMCA. Yeah. Yeah. Vietnam War was, makes it easy. It was it was for kids. Yeah, yeah. It was for charity. And, Osama and, bin Laden's walking around uh, asking people for donations for his basketball team. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, Mister, can I? I'm selling hand candy it. bars to support. Yeah, I was gonna say, ch- handing out chocolate bars. <laughs> oh, dude, I almost. Got, I think I was trying to get, or a guy was trying to scam me. He's trying to, uh, like it was a grift the other night. It was like a homeless guy, and he had a a Tupperware full of like noodles. And I'm walking, and he's like walking next to me, and I feel him like reach out, like I'm far enough away, and he like reached out and bumps me, and he drops his noodles, and he's like. Oh come on, man! That's all I had to eat for, the, like, for the next two days and stuff. And I was like, "Oh man, I'm sorry." Like, he's like, "Go to the ATM, give <laughs> me some money." And I just gave him two bucks and I ran away. That's funny. A two dollar bill. A, I can't even spend it. Yeah, I think that's a move that they do. The long con, short con, short grift. That's a that's Scott a good. Uh... It's a Scott con, a short con. It's a shot. <laughs> There we go. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I got Thank there. Thank you. The original short con. <laughs> but yeah, you guys got any uh, any connections? 
We've been cooking for about an hour now. Uh, no, not really. Besides, I, mean, I think set already. CSI Miami. Yeah. Besides yeah. Redheaded. <laughs> Give me the best. Give me the best. That's a theme song. I just can't get the Smallville theme song out of my head. Do you think they just sent? You think they just sent Rocky to war? Just a pair, of, yeah. pair of boxing gloves and said, "Yeah, get out there." And then he became Rambo. The sheriff was the father that died in Tommy Boy, so I can, oh yeah, he is stressed out, and he can value good tires. Oh. All right. What do you guys think? Should we wrap this puppy up? Wrap it up. Well, thanks for listening. I'm going to close this out on a high note. (laughs) There we go. There he is. Uh Uh-huh. Wait, he gets all the main shots? Was he the, the fat guy? No, he was a young redheaded cop that trusted him. CSI. Where's the screen? This is Miami, right? This is Miami. Come on, give me that screen, baby. Not coming till the end. He's got to pop his sunglasses off. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Going across the blueberries. That's the CSI man. <laughs> right. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, y'all. See you next week.